What's going on, everybody? Eric Lindquist at Stochastic here on the Odd Chopper channel, coming to you with another edition of Ladies, Links, Likes, and Likes. Hit that like button, subscribe button, notification bell. Goes a long way for me on this video. Goes a long way for you. That way you become a prize whenever great content is going live here at our little neck of the YouTube woods. Why did I screw up my intro? I never screw up my intro. It's always so clean and perfect, just like my card from Friday. <gasps> yes, absolutely. Every single play from the premium Discord, from the video, everything came up roses it was lovely or i guess it's green now because we're talking bet 365 here going live here in some different states here gonna be talking about that a little bit going forward here so bet 365 be on the lookout for that if you're in the great states of well we'll list them all off here that is for sure but we got a lot to get to here on this six gamer got a lock for you got some likes for you got two kind of gross spots we'll talk about a little bit of a lean but bet 365 now a part of the program here yet again looking forward to talking them but producer jacob hi Let's get this week started off right, shall we? Try to run back some more of that. You can sign up for that down below at Odd Shopper. Get in that premium Discord. Use promo code Lindy when you do. $12 for your first week. $42 for your first month if you want to do it that way. And then just $15 a week after that. Good times? Yes. Cool. Great. Grand. No yelling on the bus. Producer Jacob, let's get to the picks. Let's get this week started off right with the Lakers taking on Charlotte. And the Lakers, they played a Saturday primetime event basketball game they beat the Knicks, and that, that's no easy feat here. Third in the East, been on an absolute crazy win streak. Yep, they broke it there on Saturday, had AD, had LeBron back. They matter. I know that they upset the Celtics in ridiculous fashion the other night. Russell and Reeves can play some basketball on the offensive end. You knock down some threes. Let's just say that they're going to beat the Grizzlies here today, even though it's only a nine-point game here as we head into the second quarter. Uh, Jason Tatum having himself some fun against this Memphis team that I, I don't even recognize what I'm looking at here. But let's talk Lakers-Charlotte here. Not going to be on a back-to-back are the Lakers, but Charlotte is. And that's kind of the interesting part to talk about for this basketball game. Eventually, we're going to have massive trade discussions for Gordon Hayward, who's out. LaMelo Ball, he's not going anywhere. Bryce McGowan's, he's not going anywhere because he's terrible. Kyle Lowry's got to get shipped off here at some point. And you're going to get massive trade interest on three guys specifically. Miles Bridges, PJ Washington, and yeah, the aforementioned Gordon Hayward there. So be on the lookout for that. But do you want them playing 40 minutes here on back-to-back -back spots if you're Charlotte? I don't think so. Very positive. This is a spot that you just don't want to be entertaining stuff like that here going forward. So as I look at the board for today, they're playing the Pacers in Charlotte here. It's a back-to-back. -back. They're down 15 currently. Maybe they get limited minutes as a result of that here. But for the most part, I am just very floored that we're getting 10 and a half here, which sounds like a funny thing to say. Because again, the Lakers, not a team that I've been just gung-ho for here this entire season. Although, bet them more than I expected. We're talking about them being 17th in adjusted net rating, 26 and 25. But with LeBron and AD, I expect them both to play here, despite what we see every single time around with these games, where they have the Q tags next to each other. Maybe one plays, maybe one doesn't. But Charlotte on a back-to-back -back with absolutely nobody, no ammunition. Miles Bridges, Brandon Miller, the only guys who can get anything done on the offensive end of the floor. They're playing guys like Nick Richards, P.J. Washington, the aforementioned, Nick Smith Jr., Bryce McGowan's, Nathan Menza getting dusted off here as well as J.T. Thor from time to time. So, like, Lakers minus 10 and a half. Please just do whatever you did in New York the other night. That looked better. That looked better. Or what you did in Boston the other night. That would be auspiciously good. But 24 and 28 against the spread. Publicly backed team still 10 and a half. Think it's advantageous against Charlotte here on the road. 
to my favorite play of the day. Now, this one was one that at first was a like play. This showed up in my sheet as a like play. I upgraded it to a lock because I started working through the motions of it. And one of the things about when we're talking odd chopper constantly, we are doing a market-based approach. We are comparing the odds across multiple sports books or your pick'em sites, wherever you are playing your prop action, and you're trying to get the best number every single time. There's also, though, an element of common sense that has to be used from time to time when you look at a board and you're like, huh, this is different. Books are projecting this different than I am from the surface because... Darius Garland going to be playing more minutes, but we'll get into that. Sacramento plus seven here on the road in Cleveland. And just to set the stage, Vizankov, he's been the only piece questionable on Sacramento. They've had outrageous health. They've also really shortened up this rotation, going to lots of minutes from time to time for Kevin Herter, Harrison Barnes, Keegan Murray, De'Aaron Fox, Tamana Sabonis. Those starters play tons. Malik Monk, when he gets hot, can get himself some extra run. Same thing with Trey Lyles the other night. And Davion Mitchell, basically like your eighth guy in this rotation. JaVale McGee for four minutes a night. That, that's basically what you're getting here nonstop. But Cleveland on the other side. Jared Allen questionable after a left ankle sprain. Don't know if this means that he ends up playing or not, but it's going to be something to pay very, very close attention to. But he's not the main reason that I'm looking at Darius Garland at this point's prop right from the get-go. First off, the number. 13 and a half, the juice minus 110. But I'm telling you, this number is just inaccurate for what I think his minutes can be in this spot. Darius Garland on the season was averaging 32 points, 19 and a half points per game. Now you reduce that down to 24. You're taking 25% off the top and just a standard run of the mill spot. So, you know, if you're making that 20 points, you're reducing that by five, that'd be down to 15, but 13 and a half, you obviously need to beat the VIG, but what am I getting at here? I think he's live to play closer to 30 minutes here in this spot. And it's not really what's being projected out here at this 13 and a half opening number. It's going to get bet up. It's going to get bet up by me here and hopefully you by the time that you hear this and you're able to react and make some money on it. Sacramento, 11th in pace, 100 on the dead number, 100 possessions per 48 minutes. So pace up spot here for Cleveland. Check. You've got Darius Garland who played 20, 24 and 23 minutes his first three. But why, Eric, do you say 30 minutes out of here? He played on a back-to-back -back against Detroit and Memphis, 20 and 24 minutes. I think they were being very cautious with his minutes, followed by facing San Antonio, which was a blowout spot close to the end of that basketball game, only had to play 23 minutes in a 16-point win. He had played three games in four days, and he's just fine. Getting a day of rest on the in-between here on Sunday, leading into this one, I'm telling you, I think if that game was more competitive against San Antonio, you would have been seeing 27, 28 minutes, and this opening number would be completely different. If you had him in for 30 minutes, I have him closer to 18 points. It is a huge disparity. It's one of my favorite points props we've had in a long time. And I had to adjust some numbers here on my end, mainly because I was like, oh, can I take him from 28 to 30? When you're talking about a two-minute difference like that, it is day and night when it comes down to prop market here and again i upgraded it from beyond where i was like oh well i can go to the lock i'm pushing this a step further to a unit and a half play because again working through the numbers here i want to be early to the party i think a sacramento spot here where again they're seven point favorites but if allen sits that becomes condensed and i think garland is live for that 28 30 minute number so darius garland a lot of explanation but it's only a six game slate so such is life over 13 and a half points 
It is your lock of the day. One of my favorite plays in a long time. Fire it up, friends. And then, hey, fire up Bet365. Friends, as of February 2nd, we have eight states where Bet365 is now active. We're talking Colorado, Iowa, Indiana. Welcome to the party. Kentucky, Louisiana, New Jersey, Ohio, and Virginia. There's another coming tomorrow, too. Spoiler alert. But anyway, we'll talk about that one here on Monday. You're going to have nine states, but eight states at the time. Massive offer, massive opportunity to get some of the best lines in the entire NBA space over at Bet365. All you got to do is deposit down below. Bet $5 on anything, and you're going to get $150 in bonus bets. I took advantage of this when I was in New Jersey a couple of months ago. I was able to turn that into a quick $650 on an under of Jason Tatum, of course, because that's how things work out. But, hey, it was phenomenal. It's fantastic to get exposure to another sportsbook, such as Bet365, one that is reputable worldwide, and also one that has advantageous lines. So, Bet365, sign up down below if you're in one of those eight states. Again, nine coming soon, but eight states right now. Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Kentucky, Louisiana, New Jersey, Ohio, and Virginia. Sign up if you're in one of those eight if you're 21 and over. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800. Back to the picks we go. The Dallas Mavericks, the Philadelphia. I almost said Phillies. <laughs> Baseball on the mind. Crazy stuff. Corbin Burns, a Baltimore Oriole. What a time to be alive. Pitchers and catchers reporting in two weeks. really weird face don't send that to me people now you're gonna send it to me because i said don't send it to me but that's how things work that's the way the cookie crumbles as bruce almighty would say but we got the dallas mavericks with kyrie irving probable to play basketball here what a crazy run out here he had a thumb injury so i expect him to be playing 36 minutes right from the get-go that doesn't affect your cardio unless you run with your hand in which case Probably a four-legged animal. Anyway, you're going to have Kyrie Irving playing 36 minutes. He's fantastic at basketball. So that'll be an enjoyable thing for them to get back. Luka Doncic questionable is gigantic, obviously. Maxi Kleba, he's questionable as well and played really well the other night. Gave them some much-needed minutes, extra front court depth here as they are waiting for Derek Lively to come back into the mix. But Maxi Kleba, 34 minutes. Just a smash by him, knocking down threes, four for seven from three. He's such a good defender. And obviously, if he's knocking down shots like that, that's useful. Milwaukee, useful. But the 76ers on the other side, they've been depleted by injuries. Obviously, you know the Joel Embiid one. But Tobias Harris, he's questionable with an illness in this spot as well. If you don't have him out there, this is a very advantageous spot to be on the Dallas side. And even still... Just Kyrie versus Maxi. I I favor the Dallas roster as currently constructed, barring, again, Joel Embiid out, D'Anthony Melton out, Robert Covington out, Nicholas Batum out, Kenneth Lofton Jr., which would actually matter because I'd like to watch him. He thick. It would be fun to watch him play basketball. He is out. So, Tobias Harris, questionable. Gigantic piece of news because you're looking at Mo, Mo, Bamba. Backing up Paul Reed there. You're looking at Marcus Morris. Kenyon Martin probably ends up playing some minutes. And Jaden Springer, who actually looked good the other night. Good in a couple of appearances. We'll say, I just favor this Dallas roster. So, get Kyrie and Luca out there without Tobias Harris. Again, a lot of ifs. Lots of questionable type tags here. But... Dallas Moneyline is where I'm leaning here. Again, Luka out would be gigantic against it, but I am really, really contemplating firing this up here leading into tomorrow. Would hate to see this move to three and a half, four and a half, or just from the money line, minus 125 to like minus 145, minus 150, and not be along for the ride. So 
Maybe I dabble with that, but just a lean is currently constructed. Otherwise, I'd have a play on every single game. We can't have that, right? Actually, I don't have a play in Toronto, New Orleans, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Got to play in this one. Clippers, Atlanta, three and a half points. Three and a half points for the Clippers in Atlanta. On the surface, I look calm and ready to drop bombs on that one, but this is where the modeling, this is where the market-based approach, this is where all of that culminates. So I make good decisions. I don't just make impulsive decisions. I do want to throw this out there, though. Atlanta's been one of the worst teams against the spread before the All-Star break in the history of the game of basketball. 14 and 35, absolute atrocious stuff here. Can't tell you enough. Can't tell you enough how bad they've been against the spread. Now, they're probably a team that's looking at making moves come the All-Star break as well. And why do I start bringing this up? Well, the, the, the trade deadline, it's coming. It's coming. But before the all-star break. Anyway, Sadiq Bay questionable. DeAndre Hunter with that right knee injury management questionable as well. You got a number of other pieces that, you know, can fill out those minutes. Played 36-ish minutes. But the Clippers, I expect them to, I mean, they got Zubats back here. We'll see if he ends up playing on the back-to-back. -back, and I get that it's a back-to-back. -back, but that's kind of factored into the price already. And I don't understand three and a half here. I know Atlanta just played some really interesting basketball, if you will, against Golden State. Allowed Lillard to go out for a 60-piece. But again, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, you could look at it being a rest spot. I feel like that's also factored in already. I feel like if you had a perfectly healthy Clippers team, I would have this closer to six, six and a half, and we'd be contemplating lock. But as a back-to-back, -back, I'm going to be cautious here. I'm going to be reserved. Clippers minus three and a half. Another favorite on the card. Again, we've had a lot of dogs here recently on the card in recent weeks. I think this is a day where the favorites, they uh, they handled their business, go Clippers. Pretty straightforward game for me here. Golden State, Brooklyn, not going to be playing anything on the spread here for this one. Golden State, one time, they make me happy. That's, that, that's what we were looking for. The Friday festivities was able to get another Jonathan Kaminga performance there on Friday. Thankfully, did not bet them on Saturday because that was an absolute just coming up did the opposite of what he did on Friday. Back to back stuff. Young player who finally ran into not a wall, but he had one bad game. First time in a while he had been awesome up until then. And then, yeah, Steph Curry, 60 spot. But you got Brooklyn. They've got a lot of wings, a lot of defenders who can try to make things interesting here and force the ball into the hands of other players. Obviously, this is not a good matchup here for Jonathan Kaminka. Uh, Draymond Green will be out there. Lester Canones, he's been playing quite a bit here as well. Dario Saric, Moses Moody off the injury report. Interesting stuff. So a lot of depth being added back to Golden State. Still waiting on Chris Paul, still waiting on Gary Payton, who is, I guess, close to coming back. That was the report that I saw from practice earlier, but we shall see when that pops up. You know who's not waiting on anything? The Brooklyn side of things. You have Ben Simmons out here for injury management. Watching that back. He's looked decent here in the early going. 2-0 here in his early going as well. But uh, I am just floored. Floored here by one specific guy. Cam Thomas is starting to come back to life here, and... He is such a bad defender and such a willing shooter, and he shoots it early in the clock. There are overs to be had here. 236 and a half. I think this is a total I can actually get down with. I'm not the, I think you know by now, I don't dabble too much into the total department. It's been a pretty decent season after a really sloppy beginning month to the NBA total department, but uh, baseball, we'll get back into those a little bit here after that was by far the weakest link of my baseball portfolio. But in this spot, I like the over. Purely because you have a healthier Brooklyn side here, you get that opportunity for them to go out and just rotate through a bunch of these wings. But 
Cam Thomas is going to be playing a ton. Lonnie Walker offensively only out there for those purposes. But 34, 36 minutes for Cam Thomas in spots like this. Look at a 25-piece attached to it here. I even called it a like, which again, I make the rules to this damn program. But the line isn't available here right now. Want to see where that drops, but... I think even just tagging these two along where I think Cam Thomas, there's a lot of game scripts where he just stays on the floor. You have just a more offensively centric game plan and the Nets, as they've gotten healthier, getting Cameron Johnson back to add a little bit of depth. And Dorian Finney-Smith, who's out there purely for defensive purposes, he's out. Let me just tell you that's fake because they're going to trade Dorian finney They said no to like two firsts the other day or something for Dorian Finney-Smith. That's such a lie. They're, that is such a damn lie. Stop lying. To the people. Stop lying to the people, Brooklyn. We know that is not true. But this is true, friends. You got some games where they've been scoring some points here recently. 136-121 against Philly. 136-120 against Phoenix. 147-114 against Utah. Let's keep that train a-rolling, Cam Thomas. 236.5 over with 25+. plus. And this game sucks to talk about. R.J. Barrett ended up playing basketball on Sunday. Bruce Brown, he is coming off the bench here. Interesting thing. But anyway, they're going to be at a back-to-back going into New Orleans and... New Orleans getting healthier. You do have a questionable Herb Jones. Who? Herb Jones. Zion Williamson technically questionable, but we'll see it is a bone contusion. I'm just staying away from this game in general because, again, the Pelicans have driven me mad. I don't know how many times I have to cite how many double-digit games they've played over the course of this season where the margin of victory by either them playing really, really well or them playing very, very poorly has resulted in just blowouts. Now, San Antonio and Boston, back-to-back games, single-digit spreads, been playing more competitive spots. Zion went berserk, 33-8-4, but obviously you got to be watching these injury reports, and I just, I don't know. I don't know who Toronto plays on the back-to-back. I have no idea if they allow R.J. Barrett to go back-to-back here. Emmanuel quickly back-to-back after just getting back into the mix. Jakob Pertle. Larry Nance, Herb Jones, Zion Williamson. Be on the lookout. Jonas Valanciunas could be a great 25-plus points massive uh, if you're getting some big-plus money on such a thing. Without Larry Nance out there, those center minutes are pretty unencumbered for him. So, okay, I guess I had some stuff to talk about here. Under 235.5, though, that's where I'm leaning on this one. That's currently the best bet. There are no good bets to be had here, so... That's the lowest hanging fruit, and it's still pretty high up the tree. And that does it for another edition of Lindy's Leans, Likes, and Locks. You know what to do. Go to that comment section below. Let me know your favorite plays that exist here on the board for Monday's six-game slate. Pretty quick, pretty easy. I'm going to be updating everything in that premium Discord, trying to run back that goodness. That is for sure. Friday sweep, that felt good. That felt necessary for the people, you know, last week. Interesting. But grab the damn brooms. Let's run it back here, shall we? That sounds great. Thank you to producer Jacob. Awesome stuff. Thank you to Bet365 for joining us here on the party. If it's available in your state, Bet5, get 150 in bet credits. Ridiculous deal. Take advantage of that. I'll be back tomorrow. Another week. We're ready to rock your friends. Until next time, I'm Eric Lindquist. Best of luck in the NBA streets on Monday.